Hi, and welcome to the Learning Christians. I'm Tess. And I'm Andy. And we are officially on YouTube. That's right. This will be actually episode number four. Four. But this will be the first one on YouTube. So that way maybe we can expand a little bit. Maybe we can reach more people that way. And maybe there's people out there that aren't into podcasts and they can watch it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Cover more bases. Yeah, get the same kind of thing just out there in more Mm -hmm. places. Since this is our first YouTube, um, I think we should explain why we're doing this. Um, We feel like this is our chance to witness to people. As average, ordinary people, we did not go to seminary school. We are not preachers or taught preachers. Um, We are just ordinary people learning the Bible and knowing that we are supposed to witness. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things we're supposed to do is go out there and talk about god and talk about the bible and all the things that are in it especially in today's world you know there's so many things going on out there right now and you know so many people are getting further and further away from the bible and the idea of what the bible is and what it means and stands for and this is our way to talk about it a little bit Uh, with all the modern things going on you know everybody's online doing something one way or another the true word the true word the true word um, so, you welcome. know, <laughs> welcome, yeah, welcome to the podcast and YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that um, I've been studying here lately has been Romans, and I actually I think it's one of the most meaningful chapters in the Bible to me. Um, you know, and it says, "How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news." You know, I mean, it, it calls on people to spread God's love, and hopefully, in some way, we do that. Yeah. Weird or not? Yeah. It's it, it's a modern way to get it out there, I think. So, I mean, that that's a lot of it. So, you know, it's... Uh, 21st century. In yeah, this is us, us doing it. Yeah, 21st century. You know, I want to talk about... Like, what do you how, want to talk about? How you can feel crazy. Like, that crazy feeling. Like, you know, when... You and I sit down and we're having conversations about religious things. And, you know, you almost are reserved in a way because, well, I'm, you know, I get reserved in a way because I always think, oh, well, if I say Satan or if I say angels or if I say something extremely supernatural, even though the whole Bible is supernatural, that it it makes it seem extreme. And sometimes, even mm-hmm. whenever you're like calling to witness, you know, you you're seem extreme if you say certain things. Yeah, I think there's so many um, stigmatisms and um, preconceived notions about different Christians and the different things that they talk about. And, you know, everybody says they don't want to be those Bible thumpers mm-hmm. or, you know, um, you know, yeah, the crazies out mm-hmm. there. And that's... It's hard to overcome that, I think, but we should be talking about God. We should be talking about what the Bible talks about. And, I mean, the devil is real. The devil's in, in, out there every day, and he's always around. Mm-hmm. So, I well, mean, that, that is real. And talking about it's how we learn. I mean, well, like, you, you didn't know. It was a whole conversation that, you know, we didn't know that nowhere in the Bible it says Satan's actually in hell right now. He's walking the earth. So, I mean, you know, to think that you see all these stories in the Bible and, you know, 
who he is, it's scary to think that he's walking the earth. But without us talking about that and researching it and looking through the Bible, I mean, didn't fully really know that. No, it's, um, you know, that's one thing I think that I have learned with reading through the Bible more and more, especially in some of the other earlier podcasts uh, or episodes, you know, we talked about uh, the difference between studying the Bible and just reading the Bible. And I think a lot of the things that I have learned in studying is the idea that not everything's in black and white. And, you know, like we talked about like our background and my background, you know, I wasn't versed at all. I mean, probably had never actually opened a Bible, um, you know, until after I was, you know, probably pushing 30 years old or so. Mm. And, you know, there, there's no like written list. Uh, well, I guess there is in the Bible. I guess the Bible is the written list of laws and rules and things. But it is not always in there black and white and it takes a lot of studying to really pull out all those little things in there you know like like that like you said you know that the, the devil is among us every day mm-hmm. and he is and but it's you don't always get those those little small facts you know if you mm-hmm. just skim through it so mm-hmm. i think um, that's another reason we wanted to do this is try to put out some of the weird little things that we have thought about mm-hmm. or said there may be people out there watching or listening and they say oh well everybody knows that and uh, you know what maybe they do but i mean there is a lot of stuff that i don't know but there but and, there may be somebody that says you know what i thought or felt the same yes. way and i hope that this gives you some comfort that you're not alone because i know whenever i go to church and i see you know christians that have been churchgoers for a really long time or you know that little old lady that has always gone to church or something like that you know and they say things so confidently and Mm -hmm. and like how they say them and how they react to things i mean it's just so confident in the lord that whenever they talk about the lord and they talk about things it's not it doesn't come off it comes off very sincere to me but whenever I feel like whenever I say things, well, just the other day we had a conversation with somebody, you know, and you know, don't go to church with them or anything. And I kept saying, well, you know, I, I prayed for you and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm very sincere in what I'm saying, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how this person feels about it. But, you know, hopefully they're taking that as a sign that I care. But as I as I hear myself say it, I'm like, am I coming on too strong? Am I, you know... Am I one of those people that's all like, you know, Bible, 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 pray for you, pray for you, pray for you. But at the same time, that's who I am. And I think that, you know, you have to take that bold step into being all for God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's all or nothing. Yeah. And I mean, that's what our world and society needs right now. And, you know, I think there has been a lot of those weird stigmatisms to it and that, uh, you know, we, we, we do feel uncomfortable saying that, but, you know, like the, the little old church lady that we see that, you know, they can rattle off any anything they want and everybody's like, oh, they're so sweet. Yeah. And, you know, but they do, like you said, they say it so confidently. I think a lot of that is uh, practice. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've said it, they believe it, and they have said it over and over and over again. And I, I think more of us should do that. And so it's just... One of those learning curves, I think, that we've been through, and um, it's one of those weird little things. And I, I think 
that a lot of people feel that way mm-hmm. and just nobody well, talks about it. And, and coming to witness, you know, whenever you're, you're trying to come up to people, well, just the other day, you know, there's no good, no good deed goes unpunished, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like punished, but, um, you know, we, we went to help a man that we saw outside of the Salvation Army Goodwill, mm-hmm. uh, one of those stores, and he had a sign up, and he was looking for food, um, and so there was a grocery store next door, so Andy goes in there, and he gets them some food, and, you know, I I, I said, you know, you, you got to witness to him, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- this is your shot, you know, this, this is this is our chance, we could be witnesses, let's witness, and we kind of sat in the car, and we're like, what do you, what do you start with, mm-hmm. what, what do you say, I was like, just say, do you know Jesus? I was like, I don't know how else to start it, you know? And Andy said, you know, that is so much easier said than, you know, whenever you're actually in front of somebody and you're trying to be confident. And at the same time, it's still something very new. I mean, not, yeah. not the concept of God or witnessing, but, but, you know, trying to put off that confident. Still not confident <clears throat> enough to just like, Throw it out there. Yeah. And, you know, but we want to. And we have before. And we have, you know, all kinds of times. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, we were sitting there in the car and it's like, well, what's I say? What do I say? Well, I think we've, and, we've always had, like, less of a, a script to it. We've always yeah. just said, you know, God bless you. Yeah. You know, uh, God loves you. You know, and, and now we're, we're trying to be more bold. Yeah, we want to take that next step and add more to it. Other than just, yeah, you hand hand them a $20 bill and say, God bless you. Yeah. You know, it needs, I, I we both think that it needs to be more than that. Mm. And, you know, I, I said, well, I don't know what to say. And she gave me like a whole list of stuff. And it was. Not in a coherent order or anything. Oh, no, no, no. It was no, no, just no. like, dude, but, or this. Or yeah, this, there was a bunch of this. stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and. I got up we there. We didn't both and, go because we had our daughter in the car. So. Yeah, so she. Had or to, we both. She had to gone. stay with the kid, and so I, I went and gave him this stuff, and we, we gave him a big box of food and some a little bit of cash, and, um, you know, I tried to say, you know, do you know Jesus? And you know, I I wanted to say, you know, Jesus sees you, and I see you, and we we recognize you, and you know. God, Jesus loves you and all those kind of things like that. And it came out, uh, well, I probably sounded like the crazy. It didn't come out well, I don't think. And um, he just kind of looked at me for a while. And I think he was a little scared when I walked up to him. And, you know, this stranger walking up with a box, a big box of food and dropping stuff and everything else. And, uh, you know, it ended up, he, he, I said, you know, do, do you know Jesus? And it he said, I am Jesus. And, you know, I, I don't know what that means or whatever, but, you know, it was, I, I think I'm happy that we did it. I just wish I would have been able to say better things, but I'm not extremely well-spoken anyways. If you've listened to the podcast or, you know, now you're watching the video so you can even see me stumble so bad, uh, you know, across all my words and everything, you know, I'm not extremely well-spoken and I'm not um, fluent with, you know, being able to throw some of the scripture out there and things like that, just, you know, off the, off the tip of my tongue. So, you know, I don't always say it correctly, I guess. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying not to sound like a crazy, but at the same time, I want to throw some of that crazy mm-hmm. in there. 
Well, you know, I mean, it's it's so weird how many things in the Bible that are, I mean, so much of it is actually beyond our comprehension. I mean, the idea and the concept of heaven, completely beyond our comprehension, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. we don't know. You know, I mean, so there's so many things in there, you know, Lazarus and Jesus both rising from the dead, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's the concept of death. It, we don't, it's not the same to God as it is to us. So whenever you're talking about these things, they are so, you know, not every ordinary, every ordinary day kind of situations. And, you know, we had this conversation the other day about you know how even though we have been together for 18 years and you know we've been on this journey to find you know ourselves through jesus christ for 10 or 11 um you know we still feel odd or awkward talking to each other about certain things Mm -hmm. and you know we both said why you know Mm -hmm. you should always be able to talk to me and and I think in the recesses of our mind, we both know that, but there's some things where it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to harp on this one verse and, you know, it's, it's great and all, but, you know, don't want to keep harping on it to make it sound like I'm overthinking or, or, you know, the, the concept of angels and, you know, what all that could mean. I don't want to overthink that or. We need to be able to get to the place where we feel comfortable talking about any of it mm-hmm. as far as our spirituality and, um, you know, talking about God, talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a lot of people out there that need to figure out how to get closer to that idea that they can speak freely in front of anyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, in today's times, you know, there's so many people out there that, they're about afraid to, I mean, I, I've met a lot of people that are afraid to even tell people that they're a Christian. I think that's crazy. But there are so many people out there that are offended by that these days that it, it's... People don't want to label themselves. Yeah, it's become, yeah, it, it's getting that way. And I, I don't understand that one personally. But, you know, people, it, which like our last podcast, if you didn't listen to it, go back and, and listen to it. You can find it anywhere. Pandora, Stitcher. Um, we got to throw a, a couple ads in yeah, there, you know. Yeah, throw that uh, Pretty much any of your podcasting places, uh, Google, Apple, all that, you can find it on there. Either way, um, you know, we talked about um, I've completely lost my train of thought. I, I threw that ad in there, and it's just poof. It's gone. Um, yeah, but we, we have to be able to talk about the, this kind of thing, and we have to be willing to put it out there. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want anything that I say. You know, like if we go up to that that homeless person or something <laughs> like that, I don't want it to sound scripted. And be like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to say to you, and here's a box of food. You know, I don't want it to be that way, because at that point, I don't feel like it's personal. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel that it's, um, you know, it, it's really meaningful kind of thing for them. Because that's the whole point. We, you know, we, when we are trying to witness to other people, you know, it's not so much the words. And I know that, but it still bothers me that I can't put the words out. Mm-hmm. But... Um, 
you know, the, the, the actions that we do and the gestures that we make and how we present ourselves in life and how other people see us, you know, that is a lot of what witnessing is to me. Mm. And I think that we need to be okay with that and we need to not have that fear of being the crazy Bible thumper mm. or something like that because, I mean... Well, I could probably thump my Bible a couple yeah. times. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that, that, you know, we all do wrong. I mean, we're all sinners and, you know, we all do wrong. But there are a lot of things uh, that are going on right now that are, you know, disagreeing with what's in there. So, yeah, I could probably thump on quite a few things and say, don't well, do this. We're supposed to be warriors and messengers and defenders yeah. of the faith. And so I think, you know, for, for me, I've always heard people say, well... When, when you're in those situations, God will tell you what to say. You know, and, and I, I think that's great, and maybe that happens for some people, but I don't know if I have a mental block about that. <laughs> but the, the second I get in front of somebody and I'm like, okay, I'm going to say something awesome and inspiring and, mm-hmm. you know, spiritual, and I'm just like, bless you. Well, maybe you do and you don't know it. I mean, maybe that's that person that you're talking to sees the um, uh, humility that you are putting out there by not having the right words and that's the the gesture that they need to see maybe you don't know I'm really good at that humility. you never know yeah well I was just saying you know you didn't know what to say I I, I just humility is a big thing there's a lot of people that that that, I mean you know especially it kind of leads me into my next point about how Whenever we were first Christians, and there's so many people that come out and say, you know, well, God told me to do this, and God, you know, God led me this direction. And I really believe that everything is is designed by God. Everything that you do and every person that you meet is designed by God. Um, You know, and I think that there are people that have more confidence in that idea. And for me, you know, I've always kind of struggled, like, okay, okay, God, tell me if I'm supposed to go left or right. And then it's like, I, you know, don't feel like I hear anything. So I'm like, okay go straight <laughs> you know it's, it's like I don't, you know I don't, I don't know what I'm squiggly supposed line. to do it's squiggly line zigzag 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 um, but you know I think that so many people have a different concept and a different level of comfortable relationship with their spirituality that you know you can hear across the board um, you know and when we first started going to church One of the things that I was always blown away with was what I call people announcing their aha moment. Um, You know, people calling or standing up to witness as to why they started their journey with Jesus. And, you know, I can remember one one of the, like, most firm memories in my head is this uh, old guy at a church that we went to named Stanley. Stanley Stanley, Stanley was awesome. Um, he, He was... A, a warrior for God. I mean, he he was going to let everybody know, you know, he was going to help them find Jesus. And so it, it was an awesome pleasure to know him. He's gone on to be with the Lord now. But he would always stand up. If, if the pastor called for somebody to stand up and, and, and witness to the, to the mass, you know, he would be like, me. And he'd stand up and he'd say, well, he was drinking, you know, had a, had a really bad drinking problem, you know, couldn't save money, couldn't hardly keep a job because he drank, 
you know, and his wife and kids had moved out and couldn't be with him anymore because he drank too much. And then he was sitting there with, you know, having been drunk with a bunch of bottles around him in his recliner in his living room, watching TV, and Jesus appeared. And Jesus said, this isn't you. This isn't what, this isn't what you're meant for. You know, you get up, get sober, get your family, get your life right, go to church. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really miss a day since that day. Yeah. But I mean, you know, he was so firm in the idea that he saw Jesus. You know, and I mean, I think that that's amazing. You know, and I think that I've heard so many stories like that where, you know, people have been pulled or called or seen. And, you know, I've always thought that there was something not wrong with me, but like I wasn't there yet to not have that kind of experience. But I don't think that that means I didn't have that experience. I just don't think I know exactly what mine was yet. And, you know, I I haven't had that kind of life where, you know, I was led by addiction or anything like that, you know, to have been really kind of pulled out of something really deep like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't have that kind of recovery story either. But, you know, whenever you look at it, you look at it and there's people that, you know, I saw Jesus. And I mean, on a level, you're like, hmm. You know, but then whenever you get into the word and you get to understanding that it, it's it's it it's true on a level and it's metaphorical on a level and everybody's experience is different and it doesn't mean that yours isn't lacking it just means yours is different mm-hmm. then i mean it's a whole new level of understanding that you kind of come to i think that's probably the key to all of it is everyone's situation is going to be different and everyone's feelings and emotions and all that kind of thing is going to be different Mm -hmm. so i think everybody's aha moment is ultimately going to be different Mm -hmm. um i think do you have an aha moment i don't know if i really have an aha moment Mm -hmm. um i have several different times that i i can think that um i feel like are my aha moment but I don't really think you get more than one aha moment, so I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if you're that sheep that keeps getting lost, maybe. Oh, that could be, because I have gotten lost a lot of times over the years. Um, I do have one that I won't ever forget, and um, I was I was, I was a lot younger. Um, I mean, like, lots younger. Well, I probably would have been, like, less than 15, more than 10 Let's go with like 13, 14-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even less than that. Somewhere in that range. Either way. Um, when I was a kid, I had a buddy that um, we pretty much spent the weekends at each other's house. You know, I, I hung out at his house one weekend and, you know, stayed over there all weekend. And then the next weekend he stayed at my house all weekend. And it was back and forth pretty much, you know, especially through the summer. Um, it was about every weekend. His family went to church every Sunday. Mine did not, which we've talked about that in some of the other episodes. Um, you know, we didn't go to church. But on Sundays, when I stayed at his house, well, everybody went. And, um, you know, I think I realized a little bit more of it later on, but, it, it, you know, how their family worked. But, you know, the, his mom was a, um, 
I guess, very religious person, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, it, it was so neat because their, her, his dad didn't seem like he was, but at the same time he was. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's, that's hard to explain, but um, because I, I found out later on that he had um, not always followed Jesus and he used to do a lot of other things and basically the other, headed the other direction, that kind of thing. And then, you know, they got together and he ended up going to church and everything worked out really well. Either way, one Sunday I went to church with him, which I had been multiple times. And uh, we went and it was this little bitty country church with like, I don't know, nine, maybe 12 pews, something like that. And so it was was small, but it was always full. And, you know, we're all lined up because he had three or four brothers and sisters, I think. And so it's his parents and all the kids and plus me. And there was this little old lady that came and sat on the end over here. And I had no idea who the lady was. But I was sitting there and, you know, they they went through the sermon. I couldn't tell you what the sermon was about. I couldn't tell you. um, I couldn't even picture the the pastor at this point. Um, But I remember when they were talking about, you know, if anybody wants to, you know, if they want to come and give themselves to the Lord and come to Christ and, you know, come up here, you know, they can come up to the altar and we can pray with you. You can, you can pray by yourself, whatever you want to do. And I just had the strangest feeling that I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I, it was, you know, I had some weird yearning inside my head and I didn't know what it was. And I could have told you anything that I that the little old lady next to me said, if you want to go up there, you need to go. And so either way, if it was in my head or not, because uh, everybody around me later said that, you know, that lady apparently never said a word the whole time. Um, but I would have sworn, I still say that um, I think possibly God was talking through her to me, but only I heard it, uh, that kind of thing. Either way, I went up front and I had no idea how to pray. I had no idea how to do anything, but for some reason, you know, Lord forgive me came out of my mouth uh, a whole bunch of times. And that may have been about all I said. I'm not really sure, but, uh, you know, I, I got done I got up and I went and sat down and, you know, the, the whole family was like looking at me like, wow, what just happened? You know, everything's cool. And, you know, nothing, nothing much was said. And we went home and his dad came upstairs and he's like, do you want to talk about, um, you know, this morning at church? Do you have any questions? Do you have any, you know, and they were in a good way. I mean, they, they were awesome trying to help. And, uh, I was like, no, don't really have any questions, I guess. I, I, I don't really know. And, I mean, that, that was pretty much the end of it. You know, it, it ended in, well, you know, come talk to us anytime you want. We'll help you with whatever you need and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that that's then I went a lot of years before I really um, went to church or anything like that again. But I will never forget that moment no matter how old I get. And I, I, I don't know if that's my aha moment or not. Um, I like to think that it is, but at the same time, you know, I didn't, um, if it was, I don't like the idea that I didn't follow through (laughs) after that, you know, or at least not for a lot of years. So, um, yeah, but I think, I think, you know, since you did it so young, you know, I mean, I think it had a profound impact where you were always going to circle back, you know, you, you were, you were the lost child and you circled back and that sticks in your head so vividly that it had to have meant something. Yeah, I, I, I think it had to have. 
because it, it was a very mm-hmm. vivid memory and it is um, almost a strange memory to mm-hmm. me. But at the same time, it's a, it's just like, you know, everything else that we've talked about, you know, today is, you know, we need to get, uh, as people, we need to get to where we are comfortable talking about these yes. things and um, open uh, to other people. That way, other people that may be struggling, mm-hmm. they can they can see that kind of thing um, and, and see how we struggle and see how we move forward with it and try to find God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I found a... Um, a scripture I wanted to read, and I, I don't, I don't really even know why. This is one of those. It's like, oh well, I gotta have a good, you know, good piece to read at some point in time here, and I didn't really. I just like opened it, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't really know what to look for right now. You know, before we started this, but for some reason I started reading it. It's like, oh, I like that. That's perfect for today. Um, so uh, this is Mark uh, tw- uh, twelve twenty nine. Uh, the Jesus was saying uh, the most important. The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And for some reason, you know, I like that is love your neighbor. You know, we're talking about being able to get up and go talk to people you know if we're talking homeless people we see out there or go help somebody that needs a hand something like that and we need to be able to feel comfortable doing that and not feel like the crazy you know spouting all these weird things out you know we need to love one another because that is one of god's greatest commands well if you love somebody you're going to introduce them to jesus yes you want to save them you want them to find redemption and the love of god and so I think, you know, whenever you look at all of the things that, that God and Jesus tell you throughout the whole Bible, the key is if you love your neighbor and you love God, it covers everything else. Yeah. And in know? a lot of ways, it really does. And I didn't understand that. That is another thing we should do an episode <laughs> on is just the love idea. Write um, it down. Because, yeah, we need to write these things down. Take notes. But, you know, I mean, I, th- I think that if, if, if we can all just stand firm and understand that it, it's it's not crazy, it's not an overwhelming thing, it's, it's the truth that we have to live in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are people that kind of feel the same way. It's not that you either have to be 110% or you're nothing. It's, you know, you can work your way up there. You know, we're kind of getting to like a 70% and, keep, you know, hopefully we can kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, e- even to the point of, you know, when we go to ask questions, you know, we were so afraid of going to our pastor because we had a litany of questions. And, you know, it was just random. Okay, well, why does the Bible say this? Why does it say that? Mm-hmm. And we were not comfortable enough asking that actually we wound up going to my dad, you know, and my, my dad is one of those people who has studied the Bible for 69 years. He has read books about studying the Bible. He has seen every documentary out there. So he is just our reference and resource guide to trying to understand some of the things because he can, he knows all the lineages, you know, he knows who was who. I mean, he can call anybody's name out of the Bible and, you know, he's just one of those people that is so comfortable in his knowledge, um, you know, that that's where we kind of started getting some resources. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm just very happy we started asking. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a the step. big thing. Just feel comfortable doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Talk, talk to friends, talk to family, talk to church, you know, fellow church members, talk to your pastor, you know, and maybe we should have like an ask dad segment. Yeah. I think we there. should bring your dad on here. Say that, I think he would. Dad. Oh my gosh. Maybe he's knowledgeable. Yeah. And uh, he's just a real person. Yes. You know, I, I think that's what's cool. Yes. He, he's I like real just people. spent a lot of time reading his Bible. So, okay, well, I think that probably wraps it up for right now. I, I think, think that's most think, of it. I so. think we're over 30 minutes, but... Yeah, we're pushing a little bit of time. But, there's a know, lot of stuff right. to fit into 30 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, thanks for joining us today, uh, both on audio with the podcast and on YouTube with our first YouTube video uh, right. on here. So if you're listening, go check it out. That way you can, like, see us and you can watch how we do this and all that kind of stuff. And then you can see us figure out how to try to edit and run everything at the same time. We're going to see how that goes. But make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Get this out there um, because that's that's what it's all about is getting – the word of God out there and you know, it takes your guys' help just as much, just as much as it takes for us to sit mm-hmm. here and talk about it. So if you have anything, hit us up in the comments. Thank you. And God bless.